I'm Max, and you're listening to Zetus Lapidus, a Mammoth Club original podcast. Well, hello, all of you boyos and girlos and leprechauns out there. I be your host, Alan, and I'm joined by... Granda. What? I'm Granda. Granda. You're Granda. Granda. I'm, yeah. You're more like a grandma, but I'm not here to sort of yuck any yums on how you identify. I, no, I'm I'm Bali, which is not a good Irish name, so I can't do it with an Irish accent. I'm just hoping anybody has understood anything Alan has said. I guess you could be up until this. I moment. can't do an Irish accent. Is Molly an Irish name? Molly do be an Irish name. Oh, yeah. Also, this is very much a stereotypical accent that comes from the film itself, not really what it's from. You went it's Scottish. So, it's also, yeah, it's sort of, it, now it it's Scottish. It is morphing it, it's, Scottish. It's become I, Scottish in this moment. Pull up a chair and get to the fire. <laughs> right, like, yeah. it's very much like, welcome off, to the like, end. It's yeah, we, going all over. I like it, though. You know, we'll hey. see where we end up by the end of the film. Who's to um, say? I'm Max. Yes, you are. Uh, and this is Zetus Lapidus. It is a podcast where we watch every Disney Channel original movie or DCOM in chronological. By the way, I got a comment. They're like, Alan, it's not chronological order. Oh, I it's, saw this on Discord. It's not chronological order. It's release, it's release order. order. And I'm like, yeah. in this instance, both are true. Both are true. Uh, but you are also technically correct in chronological and release order. And then spend way too much time analyzing them. This week, uh, if it wasn't clear from my terrible fake iris accent we watched the luck of the irish we sure did ryan merriman returns yes he does welcome back to the theater my guy Golly, it's so good to have you back ryan and just like when we saw you in smart house boy do you bust some sweet dance moves here in the God, luck of the irish as well does. do you think that's in his contract that he must has to bust god i hope yes. it is yeah, i hope it is i really do wants to bust a move Ka-pa-pa. Bust and move. So the basic show info for this film is as follows. A teenager must battle for a gold charm to keep his family from being controlled by an evil leprechaun. Hold on. Yep. Go on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's talk. What? That's that, That's the summary. That's true, that, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Does he not battle? I mean, you're not wrong, but like, he is a leprechaun. It's not <laughs> at all. His family heritage isn't mentioned in that. It is a big thing. You know, it's just he battles against an evil leprechaun that wants to steal his gold. Yeah, like, it, like you just it, read that. It's literally, <laughs> you, that was both the summary for this movie. And the Lucky Charms cereal franchise, <laughs> both. Uh, like, I actually have some Lucky Charms related questions later. So oh, no, nice. good. Yeah. I have a lot of Hold questions. Your Lucky Charms thoughts. Uh, th- this is very much like human on leprechaun violence when the film is leprechaun on leprechaun violence. So, like, mm. I think we should just establish that right now. Yeah. Um, this film was released on March 9th of the year 2001. Seasonal. And, see, truly seasonal. seasonal. And I must know. Did you both watch this movie as a kid? You know, I thought I did. <laughs> I, I had the exact, the exact same thoughts. <laughs> like, I know I've seen this movie, but also have I? Because yeah. I did not understand the plot like 60% of the time. Like, I kept being like, what's going on? Am I sure I've seen it? Or did I just I, see a lot of promos? Like, yeah, I kept. I, 
Especially at the end, I was like, wow, yeah. definitely never seen that guy before. <laughs> yes. yes, I think uh, I maybe have seen the, pro- remember the, the promos, Emily. And I, I think I remember like being a Ryan Ooh. Merriman fan, but I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen Ooh. this whole movie until just now. Oh. I have quite literally <laughs> the exact same position <laughs> on this film, which is... I think it was just another case of what was the what was the movie we were talking about this with maybe Johnny Tsunami where it was so heavily promoted. I think that was Miracle on Lane Two that we Miracle on Lane Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so heavily promoted, and it was like every commercial break was a Luck of the Irish promo, and you got like I knew the the entire premise of the movie. Well, yeah, but yeah, I have I am pretty certain now that I've never watched that. I can say with confidence that I did see this as a kid end to end, which was, was reinforced by the fact that we got to a scene where like a lot of the plot had yet to have been established, like the, the nuanced plot points. And Molly looks over at me as I'm cooking in the kitchen and she's like, all right, now wait a minute. Yeah, thank God <laughs> you were there. Explain to was... me the plot. I mean, I was... <laughs> I, I, my favorite thing you just said was the nuanced plot points. When I think about this movie, I do think about nuance. You know I agree. Max, let me tell you something. The review that I read later, as well as my opinion is, wow, what an incredible piece of work <laughs> truthfully a beautiful expression of film brought to life in front of our eyes displaying very very real interpretations <laughs> yep oh god okay so the top song of the time was stutter by joe and mystical is it is it joe it says joe it's spelled j-o-e yeah joe Joe and Mystical with like M Y S T I K A L. The song that is Joe's number one hit was was called I Wanna Know, but it's the one that goes, I wanna know what turns you on. Cause it's so gonna make I me stutter, be stutter. all that and more. It's like a slow R&B song. It sounds like mm. all the other R&B songs of this time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that is the top song, Stutter, by Joe and Mystical. Stutter, 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 stutter. stutter. The top grossing film was The Mexican, featuring Brad Pitt Pitt. and Julia Julia Roberts. Roberts, That's a good movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, All in all, I think perhaps a better selection for the top X of the time than than maybe Stutter, although granted, I wasn't necessarily into R&B at the time, so what do I know? Some of the news headlines of the time. Uh, this isn't necessarily a news headline, but did you guys know that March 9th is apparently National Get Over It Day? <laughs> now, hold, oh, now I, you I, know I, what? I've been waiting for it. I've been, I, I've been waiting for on. a side. I've uh, been hanging know. on to some shit, and I'm going to hold on to it till March That's 8th. Right. Yeah, guys, we've got, uh, let me see, hold on. I've got about 13 days. Till I can get over it. Hold so, on to all that anger for 13 more days. And then you got to wait 364. You know, after that, like this is your yearly release of I whatever hope, it is yeah. you've got pent up in <laughs> I there. I hope nothing bad happens on the 10th. No, let me yeah. just tell you. <laughs> You're fucked the rest of the year if it does. Would you like to know the history of National Get Over a Day? I'd it just sounds more. like talk like a pirate day, which is made up. But Army hearties. Well, Get Over a Day was created by Jeff Goldblatt after having trouble getting over an ex-girlfriend. Who? What? Yeah, that's it. 
I really thought you were going to say Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, was, I wish. <laughs> you were most of the way through that name, and I was still thinking it does you were going to say like Jeff, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. would do. Just like no, Goldblatt. Yeah, just get over, get over it. it. Just, well, yeah. Another, like, not random national holiday news. Uh, 15 years, nine months. Michael Phelps broke the 200-meter butterfly world record at the U.S. Championship Trials in Austin, Texas this month. And he became the youngest male to set this world mark. We talked about Michael Phelps a few episodes ago and said, next Olympics. Yeah, it begins. It's coming. The Mm -hmm. GOAT. It's coming. I mean, we're three years away at this point because we just, we we talked about him because it was just the Summer Olympics in Australia, right? So this is... This is the beginning that will really like. It'll culminate. The next eight years will be the years of Michael Phelps. It's true. Well, you know what the next uh, 60 minutes or so is going to be? It's going to be us discussing the luck of the Irish. Are you ready? I'm ready. Boyo, I'm ready. All right. Let's dive in, Boyo. So. How come there's no girlo? Let's dive in, girly. That doesn't sound as good. Uh, Girly. Probably is girly, right? Is it girly? I I don't know. I'm not Irish. Well, you, I'm not either. So, wow, that actually is one of my questions. Is it girly? No. No. Or if I'm Irish. Irish, it was what's your heritage? Because that's like the whole first oh, part of this sure. movie. Was well, like, I actually, well, yeah, okay, I'll wait. Do you, we can. I'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll hold we'll the wait. excitement. We'll wait. Wait. Everybody knows I'm not Irish, but what but am what I? Other, what other? What am I? In country, are you? Yeah. Who knows? Mm. The suspense. Guess now. If you're yeah, listening. Everybody guess. Yeah, everybody guess. Are. That's probably not problematic. Everybody just guess what you think. Oh, guess do. which European country. Let's yeah, just go we're ahead. We're definitely and, from Europe. So <laughs> Let's just knock out a bunch of continents oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay, so the movie begins with an uncomfortably close zoom in on an eye. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm just going to say it. And I, I, I'm just going to be honest that I took this note multiple times. Okay, go on. This is a horror movie. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's shot like a horror movie. Up, up through like him, mm-hmm. up through his mom becoming a leprechaun. <laughs> all of the section where like his parents aren't telling him. Every every bit of this movie up to that point is shot like a horror film. I fully it's like agree. hand cam and like crazy fucking shots of people staring at the camera with unmoving faces. And <laughs> this is a horror film. Like it is. I I I was like, what am I watching? Every time Ryan Merriman's character Kyle brings up to his parents the concept of heritage, which is the first third of this film is about heritage. They act like they are the descendants of cannibals and murderers. Like Dude, they are robots in crazy. skin suits. Like they are, it is, it is, it, it is like an out of body core film. Like I don't, I, I was so the tone shift in this film is crazy because it is the music is like a horror movie. Yeah. The the cinematography is like a horror movie. The acting is like I was like, what 
fucking October ass decom am I watching right now? Because <laughs> this doesn't feel like an uplifting leprechaun movie. Just give it time. It won't. So we start with a close-up <laughs> of an eyeball, and it zooms into a variety of different faces, showing people of different colors, creeds, sexes all across the spectrum. And we dead have, pan and camera. Yeah. No, just no emotion. Just no, no emotion. emotion. All of them without context. Dress uh, for heritage. You get the context, and it's fine. But without any context, it's just. Dead panning straight to camera. It's it's the horror version of Michael Jackson's black or white music video. Mm. It is mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. The entire opening sequence, including Kyle's dream that we are going to soon be a part of, is to introduce the re- recurring theme until it's not anymore of heritage and then suddenly is again at the end of the movie <laughs> it's like there's two-thirds of the film is about heritage one-third is like nah go do sports and gaelic uh so after we have these dead pen stares in the camera we get kyle being introduced by a character that has yet to be named but we know her as bonnie who's like kyle kyle and kyle's itty bitty on the stage and then he's murdered because bonnie steps on him horror film i'm telling you <laughs> Also, foreshadowing, because he's small. Yeah, he's never that Yeah, He's never that small. He's never that Somebody small. Somebody gets that but, small. But, but, That's, you know, true. That's mul- true. Actually, multiple people get that small throughout the movie. We better foreshadowing if he did get that small, though. <laughs> true. <laughs> I, got the, I, got the inst- I got the feeling that like, when Kyle's doing this, because he's doing a voiceover, which made my hackle. I knew you'd me. love it. He was so good. Love that. And he's like, everybody comes from somewhere. Guys, I also just need to tell you, I saw Quantumania this weekend, mm-hmm. unrelated, but Paul Rudd does voiceover, and I think I am now ruined that anytime I have a movie that like opens <laughs> no. with voiceover, I just think of Alan immediately. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, uh, Alan's going to hate this. Like The, the moment the movie <laughs> oh, starts, Alan's I was like, oh, Alan. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> it's, just, like, it's just funny. I don't know if you're going to hate it or not, but I just like, uh. Quantumania opens, and it's just Paul Rudd being like, my life is weird. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm ruined by these decoms, man. <laughs> the, I will tell you, this is going to be sort of a side note about but somewhat tangentially related i was talking with some co-workers the other day about just like something random and i made a decom reference not even sure. a decom we liked why wouldn't you <laughs> and i was like nobody on the earth is going to know this as deeply as we do you're like so when piper became nebula in the xenon <laughs> <laughs> and they're like who now what who this is like when they recast nebula <laughs> From Raven Simone. <laughs> totally yeah. lun- luminarious. Like, yeah, that's, you say yeah. that? <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, so, again, the point of this is like, you do, like, people are different, and I don't want to be different. But Kyle immediately sets out to figure out who he is and where he's from because most of the conversations with his mom and dad are about his heritage. And they react in the weirdest fucking way possible. And they're like, we're Americans, Kyle. Don't ask questions. They are aliens. Kyle, you're an individual, Kyle. Kyle, it's fine. You're from Cleveland, Kyle. It's like when the people glitch in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's totally like that. That's a great, yeah, that's a great uh, parallel. It's like when they're like, what what do you mean? And they're like, I'm sorry, are you okay? And they're like, I'm fine. Why would you ask that? And it's mm-hmm. like, something's fishy here. This is totally normal. This is the, the, like, I, why can't they just lie? 
Why can't they just say they're Irish? <laughs> or just say they're Irish. Well, I, okay. I that's I a hundred percent agree with that. Just why say can't you're Irish. You don't why can't to, mom nobody, just say nobody would I'm be Irish. like, Oh, we're Irish, I'm probably part leprechaun. Nobody would think <laughs> that. Like, nobody but, would make that leap if you said that you were like from I don't I, where do vampires live? I again I don't know anything oh, about Kyle, vampires. Oh Kyle, I got to tell you you're Irish. Romania, but, okay, um, so if you said you're Romanian, no one would be like, Oh, I'm probably a Barovia. vampire. I was gonna say Transylvania, but if someone told me they're from Transylvania, I would definitely think they're a vampire. Right. But, that's why I said Romania. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't understand why she can't just Genesis say Vlad that they're Irish. Like I I hundred percent agree. But also dad's not a leprechaun, so why can't he just say wherever he's from? Yeah, Cleveland. like my family's English. <laughs> Done. He keeps going. Yeah, we're from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, and, and Ryan Merriman's like, okay, but where before that? And he's like, well, I think my granddad's from Buffalo. Buffalo, and it's like, just say you're fucking Canadian if you have to. Like, Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm German because. When I was a kid, and it was like, "Where's our family from?" They're like, "Well, da 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 da." And end of conversation. It wasn't like I was like, "Give me my family tree." Like, draw it out right now. I would have detailed. I must know. Just lie or tell the truth. Who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't affect this. This point actually does not affect the core plot at all. That's true. Mm -hmm. Even if they said that, "Hey, you were Irish," the whole plot could still happen. He could still do the research. One hundred percent, it could. One hundred percent, it could. He could do whatever it was. Like twenty three me or some shit. Even more so, okay, because now he goes, oh, I'm Irish. Cool. I'm going to go to this festival and, like, yep. learn more about yep. because I have to do Heritage Day. Yep. And I have to do something with my heritage. There happens to be an Irish festival. I'm going to go to this step dancing thing and learn about it. And then it's fucking cool. I get stolen. That's the same fucking movie. It makes way more sense to do it that way. Um, but you touched on it. The reason that he's so insistent about asking his parents what his heritage is is because it's going to be Heritage Day at school. This is spearheaded by Bonnie Lopez. Bonnie Lopez is the kind of like do-it-all girl that every DCOM has, like the girl that's yeah. in every extracurricular and like blah, blah, blah. Um, she is like hounding him. And he's like, I don't care about my heritage. I care about basketball because I'm really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Can we Can we just pause for a minute? Because before we get to Bonnie... Parents have the robot reaction to the heritage question, and then mom very obviously goes, "Don't forget the plot coin. That's you have true. to take oh, the plot true. coin that's with true. you to yeah, school. Make sure you wear your luck, your good luck coin." Yeah. Right. So, and then and then we get Bonnie. So I don't want, I don't mean to interrupt oh, no. you, but like the, that the is plot key coin to the, is very important. It's very important. It is yeah. the plot coin, and we we don't learn how weighty the plot coin is until later in this movie. Yeah. But boy, does Let's it have to down. That's but pretty heavy. We get a lot of like, bon- you kind of get like for like fifteen minutes. This goes on of like Bonnie annoying. Kyle at school, Kyle asking his parents where he's from, getting robot answers, and then that's all intercut with clips of Kyle being the luckiest kid alive. Like, talking mm-hmm. to his best friend, where and they'll be walking down the street, and he'll find $10 on the ground. Or, like, mm. he makes every shot in basketball that he ever tries, and it's like, this is the first, like, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. It doesn't move yeah. the plot forward at no, all. Nothing happens. We just it's watch just the same scenes over and over and over, and over, and over, and over again. Like, yeah. you're yeah. lucky in basketball, you're lucky in your last-minute test answers, you're lucky in just like finding money on the ground. Uh, that That is the scenes that you have through school. That's literally all the scenes. You're just a very, very lucky kid. And then you arrive at home where, again, you get mom and dad not answering the heritage question, eating a weird noodle salad. I don't know. That just that was weird to me. I thought that was such a weird we do, scene. Well, we do get Diet Mom is back. Yeah, Diet Mom culture is back. Oh, that's true. It, yeah, it is kind of that. It's so wild, this intro. You could cut out. 
30 minutes of this intro of this fluff and be just fine. But ultimately he goes digging to find out answers. He takes the matter into his own hands. Yeah, he does. And he says, I know where my dad's yearbook is. I'm going to go find out if he's actually from Cleveland. And he discovers this is again, this is a like camera. Like, not They don't have a steady cam on this shot. Mm-mm. It is a <laughs> shaky cam with like ominous, deep fucking music playing shaky cam in hand of him like getting into the desk and discovering the yearbook and i it is a horror movie but so then he gets into the yearbook and he's like i gotta find my dad bob johnson and he's my dad's not even in the yearbook except i then find out he is in the yearbook but his name was bob smith the way he changed his name the way he acts is he found out his name his dad's name was bob hannibal like he acts Uh, like it's like Uh, just another i mean it's weird sure that your dad has a different name sure yearbook. sure but okay okay. the reaction is like wait a minute his last name hold on we just went from the most caucasian name ever to the second most caucasian name ever like you're going from smith to johnson like it's i don't i i can't understand why dad is is the one oh they they why would they why would they (laughs) not just use mom like oh mom said she went to school in these years mom like mom's not in her yearbook that's crazy like why dad has been a normal life like (laughs) so so max it's because mom's immortal that's why no i know i know but like i get it that mom's immortal so you're not there's nothing fishy with that at all is my point right i agree dad could be in the yearbook with his like it doesn't even make sense he changed his name except that i know they're trying to like we had stay to away, away from la, 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 la. yeah it's, it's just ridiculous. the like chasing the dad line and dad refusing to tell you his heritage doesn't make any sense at all no i agree like, completely none of the dad stuff makes any sense to me it, it feels like it's a device that's like that they're trying to generate conflict here that isn't needed and that because it's conflict that is a resolved almost immediately literally as soon as and we're going to get there but as soon as the conflict is, is brought to light of like i don't get along with your mom's father it's resolved in the next scene. Why? Then, then what that tells me is it doesn't actually serve the plot. Like you, you've given yourself an insurance policy you don't need. It's, it's just, a, it's just an overcomplication. I, I, I definitely felt that in this movie. It's the classic decom. I have seven themes and I only need two of them. Like, and and it's just overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. And I wonder in this moment, I hadn't thought this before. I wonder if there is something about writing. This is going to be a crazy thing for me to say out loud to myself because I can't imagine I would advocate for worse writing in a movie. But it's so consistent (laughs) that I wonder if there is something about writing television or TV movies for a younger audience that is you just need a bunch of shit going on to like keep different people engaged with Hmm. stuff and that you can't. I, I don't know why I would ever say we should just write worse, but like it's so consistent that there's seven storylines happening when there should only be like an A plot and a B plot. And I I have to wonder if like, there's something to that madness of like, we got to get these kids fucking not bored or whatever. Huh? I hadn't considered that. I hadn't until this moment. Anyway. One thing I hope you've considered though. Now is what I'm going to say. 
What is your heritage? I only know of three things that were mentioned to me growing up about my heritage, and they are as follows. One is like parts of my family are from Austria-Hungary. The other parts are Scotch-Irish, and that is actually a thing. That is Scottish individuals who settled in the lowlands of Ireland uh, and then immigrated from there. And I can't then, say that with the last name McCormack, it's surprising that you're Scottish. True. McCormack, yeah. And then um, I think those are the two dominating things. And then I grew up being told that uh, my family had Native American blood in them at some point. So like, sure. I'm sure that's like, that is so minimal. It's like not even a drop in the bucket. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a European mutt. I've got, actually, one of my uncles did like a pretty in-depth like chart of at least that side of the family. So mm. I don't know. I don't know it deeply, but like that, the, the work has actually been done that like, if I wanted to, I could know where all that goes back. Uh, my last name is French, um, but I am most of my mom's side is German, but I've got a little bit from all over Europe is my understanding. Um, I also had a grandfather on one side that told me there was a little native American in us too, which, you know, probably true if you've been around long enough, mm-hmm. but, um, but not, not enough to, you know, a drop in the bucket as they say. Everywhere from Europe is what I've always been told. Like, if there's a European country, you probably got a relative there somewhere. So, Um, My dad, if I'm remembering correctly, said definitely English, maybe German, general country, you know, general European Mm -hmm. countries. The main one I know is Sweden, and that's on my mom's side, which Mm -hmm. by looking at me, that's probably not surprising. Um, Mm -hmm. and I want to say my great grandparents or my great great grandparents are the first generation American. So it's not Mm. that far away. Um, and when I was in college, I went to Sweden with my mom and my grandparents and we met our relatives that still live there. Oh, that's cool. And it was really cool because there was a gentleman. I could not tell you how I'm related to them because who knows sure. but he was roughly the same age as my grandfather and they had never met but they had such similar mannerisms like mm. i remember just sitting and watching them eat and just like the way they held their food and the way they just held themselves and spoke i was like this is crazy because these people mm. have never met they've lived in opposite sides of the world for their whole lives and yet you can definitely tell that they have something in common so yeah that's, that's crazy cool. yeah. that's cool um do you have i'm gonna have a follow-up conversation or a follow-up question rather in talking to family or in doing this study or whatever, have you had anyone like famous or interesting that you've been told I am directly tied to? No. No? I, I was told a lot in Sweden that I look like the princess of Sweden, but Ooh. I have no, maybe, maybe there's wow. a connection because a lot Molly, like, like strangers, like strangers would tell me that not. Wow. So wow. maybe Weird I'm flex, but okay. Maybe I'm related to the princess. <laughs> strangers of told me I look like, told me I look like the princess I, of oh. Sweden. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> um, because my uncle did that, like that whole chart back. I, uh, my understanding is that I'm, directly related to Meriwether Lewis. Hmm. Who is from that? The Lewis, and, the Lewis and Clark expedition. Oh, that's cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm related to no one. Do you see it? Do you see the relation? Do you see? Listener, twins? Molly has pulled up the I don't think I, I don't think I look like her, for the record, but I was told by multiple people I do. Which Alan's is we- shaking his head. I, d- I don't think, I just said I don't think it's true. 
I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I'm not, not, not trying to say I'm, I'm not shaking to be like, I'm not trying to say gross. we can do Ma- like, Can you believe the audacity of this girl saying that she? Molly's saying that I am the physical embodiment of the princess of, of, of the princess not that, that she's true. not already the physical embodiment but <laughs> I'm, I'm a second physical embodiment i i wish that was true and then i wish we had like run into each other and then we could have done like Ooh, a like a like, like a, a switcheroo yeah like, Ooh, like a prince prince in the pop yeah kind exactly of situation. she's like i want to slum it like a tourist and i'm like yeah. great i want to wear that freaking crown or like, you find out your twins separated at birth and you find this out by playing poker against one another at a camp and, and then, then it turns you out you both like oreos and peanut again. butter yeah yeah, yeah. I and then you try you go in the queen mary and you try to get your family to get to to reconnect and then maybe i'll have a third person in the family that looks exactly like us and she will try and ruin all of it or am i getting too niche with the netflix princess switch film (laughs) starring vanessa hudgens because by the time they get to like the second or the third one of those there's three of them (laughs) Uh, well i mean you know after you've done the one thing you can't really like well you gotta add something new you know i think it's called the princess switch or something it's ridiculous it's great if anyone would like to uh it's great <laughs> just like all these decoms it's great no i think it's better than a decom but i'm pretty sure by yeah i think it's the third one that they're like we can't keep doing this so we gotta we need vanessa hudgens to play three characters yes. instead of just two <laughs> she, she plays i hope like, she got paid more she plays like the queen and then also the like normal human and then also the rich cousin who's trying to steal the crown it's sure great <laughs> anyway that didn't happen when i was anyway i'm back from to europe like- <laughs> so <laughs> anyway we're three white people that's why we have a podcast that's um, right we're also in our 30s that all at all point the and, math just works out you know what like, doesn't work out to me how bad they are at lying that doesn't work that is a genetic trait apparently because when ryan merriman tries to lie to bonnie he is just as bad at lying as his parents like that's he is also a robot in a skin suit (laughs) they are horrible liars every one of them can i get we just talk about for a second like this is 2001 i understand the internet is young and fledgling but i also know that youths are terrible and like if if you had googled the word johnson (laughs) <laughs> you're definitely getting an image of a penis like yeah. that is un- the internet's not that young i'll tell you that uh you know true he's in school and he's like johnson there were people out here catfish and pedophiles on aim in 2001 so you know it's uh it's it's happening everything i learned from the pamela anderson documentary says that the internet was alive and well by 2001 true as were penises on the internet mm-hmm. true. so i mean like well, i don't know why he's looking up johnson's while he's at school oh well, it's maybe blocked oh so, yeah well safe search yeah mm, that's true so we have all Wait, of can this can i say this before we continue just throwing it back not someone that has I'm related to, but in computer class one year, we had to do a project on a celebrity that shared our birthday. Uh huh. And I wanted to do Tyra Banks because. Uh-huh. And you couldn't get it because of Safe no, Search. No, because Safe Search kept blocking all the pictures. <laughs> so then I did Marissa Tomei, but I wanted oh, to do Tyra Banks. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, came back around Aunt May. Here we yeah. are. I just looked up birthdays that i share with and i don't there's nobody cool it's fine i think andy samberg and you share a birthday so put some so, respect uh, on jake Peralta's name also a rapper by the name on. of g dragon 
<laughs> oh, hell yeah. Let's go, G-Dragon. So. I've got uh, Barry Manilow. Oh, Copacabana. Uh, that is, oh, Kendrick Lamar. That's mm. probably the best one. Kendrick Lamar is probably Newt Gingrich. Alan, right? yeah. Edward Norton also has your yeah, birthday. Edward and Robert that? Redford. Alan's like, nobody wow. cool shares a yeah. birthday with me. Yeah. <laughs> Christian yeah. Slater, Alan. Yeah. So what I'm saying is my birthday's better than yours. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Although just, Kendrick Lamar is a good I'll, like, I'll take yeah, yeah, I'll ten, take Kendrick, you know. If if you're picking the, the dodgeball teams, I think Kendrick is a good person to have on the team. Mm-hmm. So Birthday dodgeball, everybody. Who's on your birthday dodgeball team? So all of this is to sort of outline the the through line of heritage and, and where you're from. Hey, Jeff Bridges also has my birthday and Jay-Z. So I'm coming back in the dodgeball That's game. That's pretty good. That's mm. pretty good. What is not dodgeball is Irish dancing. And that is what we get next. Because step dancing. we go to step dancing with Seamus McTiernan. Wait, can I say one thing? Just real Holy quick. Holy shit. It has nothing to do with my birthday or oh being the God. princess. It has to do with this I movie. I just want to talk Alan, about Alan, Seamus Alan, McTiernan. you're never going to move on. I, yeah. I no, I, it's a movie. It's a, it's, I want to give a shout out to one particular shot of this movie. Before they go to the Irish jig competition or wherever the fuck they're at. If they're at the fairgrounds, which okay. apparently he's not the allowed saint, to go to. The saint of the step. The two of them are the playing basketball and they're talking about it and his friend who i cannot remember his name russell 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 is like why wouldn't they just tell you you're irish and kyle's like i don't know right and he bounces the basketball and he throws it at russell but then they use the basketball as a transition into the next scene to then russell has the basketball but now they're walking down the street and he's like dribbling it as they walk down the street and i thought that's a pretty good transition for a decom. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it must have cost a lot of money because they only did it once. I'm glad we say Russell because Russell is going to deliver the wildest line in this movie. <laughs> in, he has a couple. In about 45 minutes. It he is a couple. There is there's a line that I bought. Never, we'll get there. I, <laughs> I, I paused the movie and went, holy fuck. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, we go to the Irish jig competition. Right, well, it's not even a jig competition because you've got Seamus McTain in the Saint of the Step, who is... Uh, what? Which, so, okay, that's not all that happens, but that is He's sort of the, the climax. the Irish jig guy. You get introduced to... Kyle's Granda, although you don't know it's him yet. You True. have uh, a Kyle by the book with the wildest title I've ever seen in my entire life, which is everything you ever wanted to know about being Irish, but too afraid to ask. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that meta commentary on this film? And we go to the same to the step. Now, wait, Shane hold on. We, I, 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 uh, the reason we're here. Yes. His parents have still not given him any answers. He's discovered that his dad changed his name. And then he saw an advertisement for the saint of the step. And it's on the advertisement was the symbol that's on the plot coin. Mm -hmm. And so he said, oh, maybe I'm Irish. He's actually not gotten any answers from anybody, whether he was Googling Johnson or asking the (laughs) skin suit robots about his hair. Nobody's given him answers, but he happened to see the icon on his plot coin on the Saint of the Step billboard. So he goes, fuck it, I'm going. And so this is how we get here, where we meet all these different characters, and all of them are assholes. Yes, Uh, all of them. The entrance guy dressed as a leprechaun that just says, top of the morning is making kids literally cry and yeah. run away and screaming. then 
and then Granda like stabs his toe with his cane and the entirety uh, the entire purpose of that conversation is like if you don't make your own shoes you're an asshole and not what worth he nothing say? he says like you should make them they're soft like something and tough as a landlord Landlord's like, heart. Yep. Oh. And, yeah, but the point of him talking about shoes is because there's a, there's a snake in his shoe. Yeah, there there is. There's a snake on the sole of my boot. <laughs> there's a snake on my boot. There's a snake. I uh, can't do that. Did you guys notice that when we get but to that shame means something? The snake. It will later. That's yeah. true. They 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 show it to you straight to camera. There is a snake on his shoe. There is a snake on his boot. Did you notice that? The actor who plays Seamus McTeenan, and I can't remember his name, but he's also in Psych and he is in Gallivant. Uh, he's certainly not the same actor who is actually the saint of the step because they never have a <laughs> shot of his whole body dancing with his face in frame. It's either from the waist downs with yeah, the legs, sure. with the feet flying, or looking away from camera dancing. Yeah, some creative use of the He of is the Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. But I have to say, I think Irish jigging is so cool. It like, is. I agree. I think it is so incredible the way as chandler bing would say their legs flail about as if independent from their bodies like it is so impressive to me they do irish jig dancing at raglan road at disney Springs. i love watching at raglan it's and, very and, cool and every time i watch it i'm just like damn you guys are talented the crux of the scene is that kyle ends up leaving after seeing a bunch of fake gold coins that look a lot like his but his is real gold and a family heirloom and da 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 you exit and wake up the next day and just is like the, we had, sorry I, i'm so sorry alan no is worries. the implication of the seven because i i i interpreted this as yes but is the implication of the step dancing he meets granda granda and then he goes to watch the saint of the step. Same and as McTain. Every <laughs> just giving you opportunities to shout in an accent. Thank you. Um, every person that Seamus touches begins dancing. Is the implication that those people all were just there for the step dancing, or that by touching them, he is like magically compelling them? Because he will he will go on to touch Ryan Merriman, but not his friend. And then when the dancing starts, Ryan Merriman's going to start dancing. Now, is that because he's a leprechaun or is that because Seamus touched him and didn't touch his friend? And so every person that he touches or he walks through the crowd, he touches people on the shoulder and they immediately start step dancing. Every one of them. And so is he charming people like an evil leprechaun to dance for all of eternity until he stops dancing? Or is it that he is a leprechaun and therefore he dances? Um, I have some follow-ups about leprechauns because okay. just like vampires, I don't know shit about leprechauns. I don't. I don't know much about leprechauns. I'm no. Is I'm that no what expert. leprechauns do? They make you dance for eternity. I don't know. I'm asking. Are, are we googling leprechaun powers? Leprechaun. Rep, leprechaun, leprechaun powers. They make okay. in men's shoes. Okay, so Get, Google has told me when I Google leprechaun powers, Google says makes and men's shoes. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really feel like a leprechaun power. It feels like you're a cobbler, but the leprechaun in Irish folklore <laughs> is Rumpelstiltskin a leprechaun? Oh god! <laughs> Do you guys remember that story? Yeah, of course. Their powers grant them the ability of fast healing from wounds, missing limbs, organs, and can even regenerate from being blown apart. Wait, what is this from? Oh, this is. I thought all of the leprechaun lore had to do with the gold. Leprechauns are 
immensely strong to overpower humans with ease and can lift anything heavy for their species. I don't know if I trust this source. Let's see. Teleportation. Immortal soul reading. Soul reading. They can tell if a person has a soul or not. That's crazy. Wait, they can wait, move wait. objects with their mind, invisibility, teleportation, Have you superhuman the speed, durability. section yet? Grained substances. <laughs> if a grained substance is poured in front of them, they're forced to count each individual grain. Oh, no you know what? I've heard that are. before. That's like not here? new to me. I've heard that before. Like, like if you poured rice in front of, oh. uh, in or like, yeah, if you like in front of them, they'd be forced to count. I've seen that before. That I don't remember what that was in, but I remember stories of like uh, having to trick a leprechaun and them having to like count something over and over hmm. and over again. This they I hate think- cream. This is kind of related. Um, there's a belief that if you catch the leprechaun, you get three wishes. Uh-huh. But you better be careful about the way you word it because they'll find right, a it's loophole. It's kind of the monkey paw thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. which we do get into. Yeah, through a gambling reference. Yeah, it's it. I'm. It is unclear if he is charming. I believe, however, that in the case of Kyle Johnson or O'Reilly, as his family yeah. name on his mother's side is, that we'll soon come to find out. He is since he has leprechaun blood and heritage. He, he must will dance. go on to dance. Yeah, because dance. later when Granda, Granda. Uh, plays music, Kyle is again compelled to dance. Do you think? So, do you think the touching is kind of like when you go? How do I say this appropriately on a podcast that doesn't offend? Well, you led people? with. Well, you think the touching. So <laughs> let's see where no. we go from here. Do you think it's kind of like when you go to certain churches and oh. the. Oh head of sure. the church like will come and like touch people Bop you and on the then they'll say that they're like yeah, 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 feel yeah, yeah, the yeah. spirit I have you think sure. it's something First like that where he's just like demon. in the crowd and he's just like giving yeah, maybe. people the gift of the dance yeah it might be I, I, it was just interesting because I think my takeaway from this scene was you're introducing what Kyle believes is his heritage and every character that sort of represents that heritage is an asshole yep and I thought I was like, oh, is he going to hate leprechauns? Like, because I know where it's going. So he sees the guy that is the like costumed caricature of a leprechaun makes kids cry. Sees Granda, who clearly shows some kind of magical ability, stacks the quarters, whatever, who slams his cane into his toe and is an asshole. And then we meet the guy who is maybe charming people to dance and like kind of <laughs> controlling their bodies. And like, that's not a good trait either. Right. And so but I, my takeaway from the scene ultimately was like, man, is everybody a dick? Now, we will go on to find out that, yes, uh, kind of. All of these people are assholes, right? Like, is everybody um, a Johnson? Who's to say? But it is. I, I was just wondering your all's take on that scene because I couldn't really interpret it myself. If like, is 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 he being compelled, a la Mom's Got a Day with Vampire, or mm. was it just I am a leprechaun, so I must dance? And all these people just happen to also be dancers because this is a step dancing thing, huh? I I think it might a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Honestly, I think yeah, it probably, yeah, probably. We have all of these events occur. Kyle goes home. And then much like we had earlier, the scene of Kyle being lucky in the luck montage, we have the unlucky montage. However, this time it is coupled with the mother being very forthcoming with the heritage. As Kyle wakes up the following morning, he is running late. The bad luck things are happening all around him. A trophy falls on his foot, etc., and so forth. And the mom is like, what Irish, Kyle? And she's making him a hearty breakfast of eggs and 
a she says like a, a rasher of bacon it is a which is not and, a small amount of bacon and blood sausage and bangers and mash like she gets mm-hmm. she gets all the mm-hmm. the classics in there um, dad seems off put by this and naturally. no dad is surprised because it's not diet food because mm-hmm. we have to have diet mom and and her hair is fire red she's not hiding her her accent is out right like dad's like what's going on and she's like it's time we told you about your heritage and he's like i'm not sure it is like he <laughs> seems shocked by this yeah. he makes i, I only said that because he makes the comment of are you making bacon egg, eggs that's a lot of cholesterol oh sure sure sure, sure. which is yeah. in response to previously when she's cooking whatever she right, said right, 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 i right, got right. this from smart eats or something yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. After he has this interaction with his mother, he goes on to have, as in his own words, the unluckiest day he's ever had, as represented by a variety. It's effectively a series of unfortunate events, the novel, starring yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, like the beginning of this movie where we get all of these like, oh, I found $10 and oh, I make every shot. It's like... It's, I spill my food on myself. The water fountain sprays down my pants and it looks like I peed my pants. Like everything is bad for for Kyle and for somebody that has gotten everything right, um, it is bad. I, I think that this this day is important because it's gonna, it's leading up to the semifinal game. So in the first act of the movie, kind of, we had the quarterfinals of the state championship. We are now, this arc is going with this like, road to the finals it's now the day of the semifinal game and kyle has to go to practice and the coach is like we're not going to run all you gotta do is make 10 foul shots and you're good and for the first time in his life kyle can't make 10 foul shots and bonnie who has been there asking about his heritage and has been the person leading this heritage day event clearly the like the the smart overachiever girl comes in and and introduces a new theme to this movie which is you've never had to work for anything in your life and you didn't actually deserve to win that basketball game you won last time Mm. you only get anything because you're lucky and that uh, the other team should have beat you you should have lost the quarterfinal game you just happen to be lucky and so now you like are feeling what it's like for everybody else. Right. And like now you're feeling what it's like for people that don't have that amount of luck. Um, so this is a, a new theme that's now been introduced into the movie. Uh, and then we go to the semifinal game where he plays like shit. He, he can't hit anything. It's also just another, like we're going to scooch on some character development on Dabani in that she makes a shot Mm. And he says that was luck too, and she says no, that was skill. And he's like, "But you don't even play basketball," which is like, a, "Why would he know that?" Like, right? They have a weird relationship where it's like it feels they like they're not friends, but yet he knows a lot of. Uh, it's just a weird relationship. Um, and he's like, "But you don't even play basketball." And she's like, uh, "I want to play basketball, but my dad said that this other extracurricular would look better on my college mm-hmm. applications." But I like basketball. Which is yet another little tiny subplot that we're tacking on. That we also had another theme added when mom when mom was like now being forthcoming about being Irish. He says, "Mom, why didn't you tell me she was you were Irish?" And she said, "I wanted to save you from the way Irish people were treated when they came to America, <laughs> and I wanted to save you from the like hate and discrimination that Irish people felt." And hmm. 
in that moment, now I know that this will go on to be a theme and the development of it is a little wild to me. I got to be honest with you, but just a little in that moment, I was like, this feels like a weird fake reason. Like it feels like a weird thing that instead of like, I'm a leprechaun to reference very real discrimination that happened to immigrants when they came to this country, like that is a weird thing to use as your like cover up reason, which I mean, maybe it's not like they keep referencing it. And so I don't ultimately know how I feel about it at the end of the day, but in the moment I was like, that's a bizarro answer to this question. Like it's, it's just such a, it, I also wonder if they did it in this, in this instance to really sort of haphazardly introduce the concept that leprechauns are immortal. So like presumably Granda oh, and mom lived through it, right? So like, sure. So that's a wave that they're just sort of like, all right, we have to. We they have never to really say that. It. I I actually picked up on the same thing Alan did because Kyle says, "But mom, that happened like a hundred years ago," and mm-hmm. she kind of skirts that. So I also was like, "Oh, in her immortal life, it was yesterday." But to sure. The, but I agree that it's crazy because she references like specific types of discrimination, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like. Oh, we're in a leprechaun movie, but sure, let's talk about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like there's a very heavy theme of patriotism that's gonna come around in this oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, and God. it just is like, again, it's just too many themes. And this one is like, we're gonna acknowledge that America has not always been great to Irish people, but then we're gonna love America at the end of this movie. And I like, got, I gotta oh. say, watching this with twenty twenty three eyes feels little weird. I have weird. feelings. Yeah. Science preserve us, so we get to after the after the basketball game is lost. They wake up the next. They wake up the next morning with smoke billowing through the home. You think the house is on fire? Nope. It's just mom getting more Irish, making a peat fire in the morning so that everybody can have Dude, that. That's, that shit's crazy. <laughs> Where did she get that wood? Is she burning chairs and shit from their home? Like I, I like to think that up in the attic, she just has like the Irish section, and it's just like all the stuff that she's been hiding, and it's like her little it's like, like an wood, island. It's like that. Just like hey, yeah. that, it's like that thing that you use the to right stoke the fire. In Mar- <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's the Isle of Party City. Where, yeah, it's a Spirit Halloween, but Mark's Spirit Island. Island. They got the shot glasses with the four leaf clover yeah, on it. Like yeah. she's like, ah, bring it down. Like she's got the glasses with the oh, shamrocks shit. and stuff. But yeah, she has that thing that like stokes the fire for you, like mm-hmm. the thing you squeeze and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think now don't we just the get bellows? more of the same montage? The bellows, yeah, the it's bellows. bellows. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's now. So we come back and we get the the fallout. So. Kyle plays like shit at the basketball game. Everyone's booing him. And we get the the mirror of the first game where his luck made him make the game winning shot. And now he is and he was popular and he was like dancing with everybody and all the girls loved him. And now he comes in. Everybody hates him. My favorite of which we don't have to go through the whole thing. But my favorite of which was when he's like he like shouts to the girls and they're not interested. They go find the other guy. And he like watches them walk away. And then out of the left side of the frame comes a man dressed like an eagle. Who is the mascot. <laughs> the mascot. He's the mascot. He walks, but he's like a mascot that you can see his face, but he is dressed like an eagle. And he walks into frame and just deadpans the camera, just shakes his head slowly at Kyle and keeps walking. And I was like, well, that, I love that guy. Like, that's <laughs> my favorite guy. <laughs> that's my favorite. He did high 
high-five that guy during the good version of that month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did like a bring it in with the eagle. Yeah, um, and how perfect for our patriotism theme <laughs> that it's an eagle that is disapproving the, the you know, you're oh like, my God. God. America Fair. doesn't like you if you're not lucky, right? Like, also. We're good at basketball. Also, <laughs> we're, we're now, what, 30 minutes into this movie and it's been the same thing twice twice yeah, like yeah. it's just like we're just doing the same thing again where we have now i, I think we're more than 30 minutes into this movie yeah, i think we, we're halfway into this movie and nothing has happened <laughs> and really. like the way we had to have the same establishing shots over and over again at the beginning mm-hmm. now we have to have back and forth scenes of bad day at school mom's being real irish bad day at school mom's being yeah. real irish and i'm like we got it let's let's move it along yeah. the the tipping point of the plot comes when Kyle goes to science class and they're learning about magnets for plot reasons. You know, in in when you're 13, learning about magnets. Yep. (laughs) You you know, when you're in eighth grade, learning how magnets work. Yep, that's when I learned it for sure. Uh, And they learn that gold isn't magnetic. And as Kyle passes a magnet in front of his pendant, that son of a gun sticks to the magnet. Sure does. Which reminds him that, hey, hey there, Boyle, that's not real gold. So he's now, there have to be lucky charms. <laughs> yeah, I did I did learn that leprechauns like gold, so. Uh, wow, yeah. Big learnings. That's what yeah, I huge found, learning there. That's what I found in my Googling. So he, Thank um, God they had a rainbow in this movie. Let me just did. say that. I'm so Thank happy. Thank God there's a rainbow somewhere in this film. If I was 200 years younger, I could have made it there sooner. So yeah. they, Kyle runs home, and as he's running home, you see a couple of things begin to do sort of like... You, you start to notice some changes in Kyle that pay off in more obvious ways later. But what, when he arrives home, he's like, Ma! <laughs> Sorry, it just makes me laugh so hard. He runs inside the house and he's like, Ma, duh, my coins not the same. And death, I'm dead. a wee bit smaller. <laughs> they have a dad standing there at the kitchen counter and the mom on the counter. And they're both just robot and, <laughs> robot and flesh suits staring at the camera. And dad's like, we got something to tell you, Kyle. Well, because mom's eight inches tall now. Yeah, mom is now <laughs> legitimately hand, you know, handheld. Like, and I also got to say, everything I just Googled said leprechauns were like three feet tall. So why is she ten inches tall? Inexplicable. Inexplicable. For effect. Um, but can I just talk about my favorite line that Kyle ever delivers? Because it's delivered so wildly. Is when he's having all of these, like, he's having his come apart. And he goes, Sights preserve of us. And he just, like, throws his head back. <laughs> he never delivers it again oh, in the entirety of the film. But I just want that to, I, I want that Man. audio as a ringtone. <sighs> so we have this scene play out where. Kyle meets his mom as a leprechaun. They go over uh, once more. They kind of re-explain the fact that it's not just that we're Irish. It's that you have leprechaun blood in you. It's, it's that you're a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And I had this thought. I was like, if mom is this small, then how did they fuck and make you know, Kyle? That, but do, you I, know, do you think that when the mom and the dad met, she said, do you have a little leprechaun in you? And he oh said no. And she said, do you want some? Oh, God. 
I that wasn't where I was going. I was I was sitting here thinking Man, she about like that joke. <laughs> she really did. Doesn't even work female to male. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Well, um, you know, you're right. Especially uh, I was not thinking out of the box. Uh, I was sitting here thinking about how I could make a joke about probably hand jobs and size differences. And um, yep, yeah, it does kind of look like hugging a tree, doesn't it? Um, and, but I, I hadn't quite come around to it yet. And um, but I'm so glad that you mentioned that. <laughs> because there are some logistical questions. Did that, they meet that, when she was that small? She was carrying the coin still at that point. It really brings a new meaning to I don't think Oh um, my god. I don't think we can put that in but but it really like is what it is. You know people do say size matters and um <laughs> I, I don't understand this movie. Like how was she she had This is the answer to having a so I <laughs> maybe find dad yourself was finally, a leprechaun. Dad was excited. Whew. So while all of this is occurring, Kyle shares with the group that he met an old man at the fairground. And that's when dad is a storyline. You know, you're not supposed to go to the fairground without asking, which is like a weird rule that we're getting shoehorned in for no that, reason. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like. Wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. And they're like, show you such about a man with gray of hair. Did he also happen to have a snake on his boot? And uh, Kyle's like, weirdly specific. Yeah, he did. And he's like, that's my father. How dare he do that on the Emerald Isle of all places? Thank God he showed him the bottom of his shoe. Like, Thank God. <laughs> this Thank whole God. movie could make, like, if he was a normal person. You know, I didn't see him. <laughs> like, yeah, if it was a <laughs> he never normal human shoes, interaction Mom. where you didn't see the bottom of his shoe, this movie's very different. So they go, so the the, the plan is to go to... The O'Reilly Family Factory, which is the Emerald Isle, and it is the potato chip plant. The yeah. family's millionaires. Like, they're millionaires. They're loaded. So they go to the plant, and Dad and Kyle are set to go inside. Kyle has gone through some physical adjustments in this moment, mm -hmm. we will call out. His hair is now red. He mm -hmm. is notably shorter, mm -hmm. which... His friends apparently are blind to the fact that at one point he was taller than <laughs> yeah, them. And that's true. they keep saying, does he look shorter? He is quite literally shorter than you. Like, uh, <laughs> his, not his, a little pants, his pants don't fit and his ears are starting to get pointy. And so he's wearing a sick ass bucket hat to cover yeah, up his man. head. And those are um, back around. Just the same and part. his dad is going to take them to the to the uh, to the O'Reilly Emerald Isles potato chip factory. Mom, of course, hilarious. Not gonna drive. Yeah, she she <laughs> can't unbuckle she's herself in the seatbelt. No, she's a leprechaun. <laughs> oh my god! We just finished this with motocross. What do you think? <laughs> well done. Thank you. God. I'm the only one that can make that joke. Well done. <laughs> and we discover. That the reason why we don't have a relationship with Granda is that He's a leprechauns don't believe in mixed marriages. <laughs> Enter theme number eight. Dude. <laughs> Dude. This is more speciesism, I guess. It, I, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I don't it's know. It's like, I don't know, but like. It has some parallels, and again, I'm gonna. There's gonna be a line in just a minute that is gonna be crazy. That like I, 
I, I'm I'm a little like, boy, they blew past that. There's just some like, I don't know what they're trying to get at here. It feels like there are parallels that they're not saying, but they're wanting to. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I did think, are we? Uh, Russell, are we talking about inner? racial marriage becoming legal right now like i i was like yeah is this it's, it's yeah through and like, like through the lens of a leprechaun yeah, like I, rather I just, than just having like it i think what i'm i think what i was feeling was like man we are a long way from color of friendship in this moment ooh, right yes. where where like there was a movie that was very forthcoming about what it was and talked openly about racial issues and now we're playing with not not the same but like similar kind of vibes but we're doing it through the lens of a fantasy creature and leprechauns and i was like boy it doesn't hit as good let me tell you like Mm -hmm. and and it almost feels disrespectful yeah yeah because of the way you're treating it is like this isn't this isn't the way to hit these themes. Like a level this of is flippance to it that it almost feels like there's gravity to this that you're not giving it. And in right. fact, you're undermining that message. And that, and that's all the theme, right? Like the whole theme of like uh prejudice against uh immigrants and like it it's like, "Oh, but it's from a leprechaun." And like, "Dude, come on." Like <laughs> So Dad and Kyle Go into the Emerald Isle. That rhyme was unintentional, but I'm not taking it back. Well done, though. Thank Nicely. you. Nicely Are you done. a leprechaun? Yeah, you might be. Oh, don't you want to know? Is so, rhyming a leprechaun trait? I don't feels know. Feels like it. Add the, to the, the wiki. The Lucky Charms leprechaun rhymes, so I mm. thought maybe it was a, a common thing. They head inside the Emerald Isle and are quickly kicked out because they recognize good old good old dad as being public enemy number one for the prejudiced father, the, the Granda figure. Kyle, undeterred, joins the trip of future leaders, of which Bonnie is a part, and sneaks into the Emerald Isle chip factory, which results in Bonnie joining Kyle on a chase scene throughout the potato chip factory, where they end up in a batch of sliced potatoes going to be bagged to be fried. (laughs) And the grandfather... (laughs) catches Kyle in the bag of sliced raw potatoes and is like, I don't think you want to fry that one, boys. That's my grandson. And then helps Kyle out and then dumps the batch and Bonnie falls out and would break her legs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. I have an important question right here. I assume when you go on a tour of the Emerald Isle chip factory that it ends with some chips. Because mm-hmm. I've been to the Ben and Jerry's factory and it ended with some ice cream. Sure. If you were on the Emerald Isle potato chip tour, what flavor of chip would you just be hoping to get at the end as your mm. free chip snack? Mm. Mm. So really the question you're asking is what's our preference of potato chip? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't say like Doritos because... Sure, it's it's a it's a potato. A it, a yeah, we're we're looking flavor. at like Lay's flavors. Is yeah, what like I'm a hearing. sour cream and onion, a barbecue. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a barbecue guy. I will say, like I I love a barb. A if I were just gonna go pick up a if I were just gonna go pick up a bag of potato chips, I'd probably look at the you know whether I might try different like a ooh a spicy barb or like a well honey barb or whatever. But I'd I'd be down for a barb. 
My top two chip flavors are tied. Now they must be kettle cooked. Mm, I agree. I love a kettle cooked. For the extra crunch. But it's either salt and vinegar or cheddar and sour cream. Mm. Mm. Those are those are my go-to. I, I like all the above. I like a jalapeno, but that feels a little too too unusual. So I think I'd go with a sour cream and onion. I enjoy mm. a good classic sour cream and onion. Mm. Sure. Classics. Uh, they don't get to eat chips, though. No. Nope. Uh, they have a exposition-filled scene between Granda and Kyle where Kyle begins to explain about the loss of the coin and Kyle learns that the coin is not just his luck but the luck of the entire O'Reilly clan which is why they're having the problems that they're having today. It's why mom is a leprechaun. It's why he's about to grow a bitchin' beard and I mean it's just it's just bananas and then they they realize that oh you you lost it to the Seamus McTiernan who after having this sort of like the conversation of like, he's always looking out for the luck and they're going to go after Seamus. If this coin quite literally m- means destruction for this entire family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you think it's a good idea to just give it to a teenage boy without they, giving him any context? That That's the important thing. They do say like... Because he asks, like, why did I have it? And uh, Granda says something like, what? Well, it has to be held by the youngest member of the clan. Or something like, mm-hmm. there, there's some made-up plot reason that the youngest person in the family has to have it. But I agree, it would have been more responsible to say, hi, this is sort of massively impactful if anything were to happen to it. And so you should, you know, be very protective of this item and not lose it because to be honest with you, the idea that a 13 year old kid has had this necklace his whole life and never lost it is the most unbelievable part of this movie. And there are leprechauns in this yeah. film. That's like, what I'm saying it's like the, at least to a Gandalf seemed like, keep it secret, keep it safe. Yeah. And like, just, just have the Gandalf to Frodo moment. Like it, impress upon the subject, the gravity of the thing you carry. I wish mm-hmm. Gandalf was in this movie. It'd be much more interesting. Uh, I agree. If, well, imagine, imagine if Gandalf was a Grandaw. Wish. By Gandalf, you mean Sir Ian McKellen? Well, yeah, okay. I'm yeah, I Sir agree, Ian McKellen was be a good. Better. I was, I was thinking specifically if you just like shave the beard. If it of was Gandalf just character. Gandalf, yeah, it was just like, Gandalf. The guy that runs the potato chip factory is, is just Gandalf. Gandalf the the gray or white. The wizard of potatoes. <laughs> He's just in there like I got bored. You shall not fry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Um, Granda does nerd alert. Yeah, (laughs) God, you fucking nerd. Um, (laughs) Granda does bring back the theme of uh, prejudice against Irish immigrants here, talking about everything that they went through Mm -hmm. and the oppression and the potato famine and being forced out of their homes and and coming to America and 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 everything they fought for and and they've gotten and now it's all going to be lost because of the coin. And then we get, I think, the most clever piece of dialogue in this movie Mm -hmm. where they run outside and Kyle says, I found him. I I found it. He's coming. And his dad goes, oh, really? And his granda says, no, (laughs) O'Reilly. And I went, that's okay. All right. That's the best part of this movie is the fact that the grandfather's name 
is Riley O'Reilly. Yeah, it sure is. He goes, wow. yeah, because dad goes, oh, really? And he goes, no, O'Reilly. Riley O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> the name's Bond, James Bond. I'm Weasley, Ron Weasley. <laughs> Riley. Riley. Riley O'Reilly. It's James Bond, British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yorkshire MI6, British intelligence. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we might be on to something here. What? What? what, are, what? Tell me more. I'm confused. <laughs> you just quoted two other characters yeah. from Great Britain that all uh-huh. say their name the same way as Granda. And I don't know what part of Ireland he's from, but Northern Ireland is part of Great Britain. So do you think that in Great Britain, you're supposed to say your last name, then your whole name, or your first name, then your whole name? But he says his... O'Reilly. Riley O'Reilly. Hey, I like Bond, James Bond. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ron does it wrong because he's stupid. You know, I do I do think that we should make a sweeping statement right now <laughs> that all British people... I'm just so, saying, I'm just saying, you gave, we got three examples. We do. You know, you're not... And you're that's not, the entirety of the no, populace? No, I'm just asking if that's a thing. <laughs> Although I don't think that he's from... Uh, my my gut is that he is not from Northern Ireland. I, yeah, my gut is that he not. is from... He's, he's the I, uh, not, Yeah, the island of. Um, so they have to go look for it. And what they do is like, it's just Seamus! It was Seamus McTannan. So they go out on a chase. And there's a little bit of bungling around the dad and Granda having I, their relationship patched. I don't think I understand something in this movie. Yeah, ask away. Uh, just one thing or? <laughs> I'm here for both of you. What do you need? <laughs> I don't think I understand what the coin does. It has all it of the, the luck. luck of the O'Reilly And it's clan. luck that makes the mom a normal-sized human. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of powers. It, it has two functions for sure, and <laughs> maybe on. more. One is it holds all of the luck of the O'Reilly's. Right. Yep. And so if this one item is ever lost, every O'Reilly's life plunges into the depths of hell. Number also two. Also known as being a 10-inch leprechaun. Yeah. Number two is that if the coin is in the possession of the O'Reilly's, they are able to pass as humans. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Now, there might be more to it. There yeah, might be know. more to it, but that, that is part, too It's just a plot device okay. that uh, yeah. I don't know. And it's bad because Seamus McTiernan has it, and they and need why, to but, and, and, sorry, and, and what I mean by passes humans, I mean passes robots in skin suits because they don't really feel human. Uh, they mostly feel like robot people. <laughs> Here's another question, and maybe the movie wouldn't have been as interesting, but couldn't they have just done this movie with just the luck portion of that? Like, couldn't they have just no, done... No! They gotta make them 10 Why? inches tall. Special effects. Why? Show off the budget. I'm just saying... This is the B team. That they get all, budget, too. That all, I'm just Dude. saying the plot is There is a better. CGI moment at the end of this film that is fucking insane <laughs> i can't wait to get okay, there but no seriously if the if the if you cut out the masquerading as humans part you can have the same plot that their luck is gone but you yeah, can't have it's just like people. it's just like you could have cut out all of heritage day <laughs> right like we agree that all of heritage day could go away but and i, I could wrong, know i'm irish I, i'm understanding right that you yeah. could cut the weird 10 inch leprechaun beard yeah, part, sure of course and, and then it's just our luck has run out which yeah, i agree totally. would plunge the entire family into despair because if they are all like kyle who doesn't understand math and just 
guesses on his math <laughs> test and gets them all right, you could assume that every single person in the O'Reilly clan has no idea what they're doing. So Correct. that would mean they don't know how to drive a car because they just luckily get to where they're going every yep. day. They don't know how to run the business. They just luckily make potato chips successfully. And if their yep. lucky coin is gone, now some of them are dying because they don't know how to like eat food or walk across the street. And it just luckily they get you to where they're going. luck dictates their eating habits? I think luck is that they are don't choke on their food every oh, day. Or maybe somebody's allergic to strawberries, but never yeah. knew. It's not that they're not lucky. It's that they're unlucky. Yeah. Now somebody's so going to get... I agree. Somebody's dead. <laughs> we just made this movie so much better. It's actually a horror movie now. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a horror movie to start, Alan! <laughs> like, somebody's walking across the street and getting clipped by a beamer now. Like, this movie is getting much more interesting. We got a Final Destination level movie, but it's only about one family. Right? Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine the coin gets right, and now death is chasing you, and you're always trying to outrun your family's curse. This is the new movie. And you got a potato chip factory, which is ripe for disaster. Oh, you can get carved into potato chips. <laughs> you could get fried. You could get sliced. You could get jalapeno seasoning in your eye. So mm. many bad things could happen. Oh, yeah. Now, I like that we go from fried to sliced to jalapeno seasoning in your eye. Which those of those are, would be the that, worst? That's the same. <laughs> All equal severity. Yeah. What we get is and and to be fair if they're unlucky then this entire next sequence of events should have resulted they should have gotten in a car crash obviously yeah they should all be dead we have dad and granda resolve their relationship kind of dad can't start the car they take granda's car which is a convertible and then they chase down seamus mctierney in his rv thing and Mm -hmm. he uses a pseudo oil slick as he pours the corned beef and cabbage out the window. Now, if they're as unlucky as we say they are, if Seamus McTierney, McTiernan is pouring the cabbage and corned beef out of a pot onto the road, acting as an oil slick, then that family dies. Yes. It's I a agree. car crash. I agree with you. The movie stops. Full stop there. Better movie. <laughs> Disney went hard into real life topics like discrimination but not hard enough into how unlucky this family should be they were not brave enough to murder the whole family they, to make they, the plot they weren't brave sense. enough to kill a side character and they should have been <laughs> okay do you think a character will ever die in a decom uh we've had off well we've had off-screen death we've had pre-movie death right yeah pre-movie because, parent like, death. like what yeah, yeah we've had parents but i'm saying dead. like are we ever gonna have like a, a character in a movie die yeah. i don't know we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, though, the family does not die. And they True. avoid the oil slick made by corned beef and cabbage. However, Seamus McTiernan makes his way safely away from the O'Reilly clan and takes the coin with them. But that does not stop the pursuit. After a pep talk from Bonnie, where okay. she says, you this keep trying. It, this is it. Though. I'm so ready. Let's go. This is the line. Did you, did you hear it? Do oh, you know I, what I'm going to talk I, about it? Oh, it's, oh. Bonnie says they are, they've, they, they've had a tire blow. Granda doesn't carry a spare because nothing Granda. ever goes wrong in his life. So they've had a tire blow. Then it's raining on them. They're in a convertible. They can't get the top up. Unluck has found them. 
and they're all sitting in the car under one umbrella and they're all feeling demotivated. And Bonnie, who's not in this family at all. By the way, Bonnie's here. Yeah, she she's just here. came along. She's on for the ride. And Bonnie, the person that has no Irish heritage, is now the one to pep talk them. Oh, also Russell is here. That's mm-hmm. important for mm-hmm. what I'm about to say. They almost ran him over. And so he jumped in the car as well on the way to chase <laughs> uh, the sand of the step. Might I say, he accepts the fact that his best friend's mom is 10 inches tall very, very quickly. quickly. Yeah, immediately. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait so a minute, wait. This, where does he sit on the Gilbert scale? He's the Gilbert. I did oh. write that down. If he, like, I feel yeah. like Russell is- uh, I feel like better. Better than Gilbert. I think he's high, better than Gilbert. Better than Gilbert. Because, like, goes along with your shenanigans, yep. immediately jumps in. Yep. Yeah. Good Good, at, good, good, ba- good at basketball. That's mm. a helpful Hel- skill. Hel- helps resolve the whole plot. Yes. Exactly. But Without him, the plot does not get resolved, much true. like the other Gilberts. However, he does not have to crash through a yeah. cement wall in a hearse. Yeah. He's so, definitely the Gilbert. Yeah, yeah he sure. is the Gilbert. He's a good one. He's a good one. S- set the scene. They're all sitting in the back seat of a bright green convertible. It's pouring down rain. They have one umbrella. Dad is just sitting in the wet. He's not under the umbrella. <laughs> the three kids and Grenda are all sitting under the umbrella, starting to stay dry. And Bonnie delivers this motivational message where she talks about when the Irish came to America, they were tough, that they worked jobs that other people were not willing to work and that they didn't get paid what they deserve to get paid. And Russell in about like one quick line goes, well, at least they got paid. <laughs> oh, oh my I don't, God. I don't my. think we've said this. And so I just need like for context, you need to know that Russell is a black kid. Yeah. And that's... in this moment delivers the line, well, at least they got paid. And I quite literally went, what? <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, he's not I wrong. I paused the film, backed it up, and ran it again because I was like, what a crazy fucking line to write. I mean, yeah, you're right, Russell. That, yeah, oh, I agree, but like, what a fucking crazy thing to put in this movie. Like, oh my God. Again, he's not wrong, but you don't just slide that shit in there. They are I mean, just sliding in all kinds of nonsense, like for this, oh, especially for this movie. And they end. don't. No one acknowledges it. Not one human is like, "You're right. We should be grateful that our ancestors were not enslaved." No one says anything. Like this is a weird addition to this film that I had not paid attention to or I had not noticed because I was too busy focusing on something else happening in the movie. And again, we end very patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, we are going to go on to say slave a lot at the end of this film. That's And true. after the delivery of that line to then be like, I'll be your slave is another crazy choice from the writing team. Like I. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, that line came out of nowhere and was like a haymaker onto me when I was watching this movie because I was not ready for it. Let me tell you, like in a movie where they are trying to shoehorn in again in what I think is kind of not like it's kind of disrespectful just in the flippancy to take Alan's word. Like they're trying to shoehorn in 
a like the like very real discrimination against Irish immigrants into this leprechaun plotline to then have a reference to slavery and to a history of slavery Ugh. in America as a comparison point is unbelievable. Like, <laughs> and, and, and then like, let's take it a step further. We top it off with a Latina girl giving a patriotic speech. Is she Latina? Mm-hmm. I, I, Last name's Lopez. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like it's, it is such a weird, very ham handed way of approaching this and it's unwieldy and it feels unwieldy especially because we've also peppered in the weird almost interracial marriage comments but they weren't yeah but they, like we've peppered in this yeah unfair discrimination against uh different groups <laughs> well it keeps coming back to leprechauns but like we've now made references to like very real yeah horrible things in american and also history. we love america and it's yeah now we've done it what four times and it's like is that supposed to be the plot because if that's the plot this needs to be color of friendship like she finishes he says that line right russell says at least they got paid and she goes americans don't give up we're americans we can't give up we'll put a boot in your ass it's that, that's it like that's the that's what happens immediately after russell delivers that line is it's, she's like americans don't give up and we wild. can't give up because we're americans wild 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 it's wild like wild. they're trying to do this great american melting pot thing yeah. which is kind of the through line of like With leprechaun she's her last name's lopez she's latina and then you know like they're irish and then you've got russell well, they're leprechauns. Shoehorning that line in, and it's like I think that's the through line. Is yeah, the Heritage Day. Yeah, yeah. They had a Native American dancer uh, in the opening scene. Like I didn't actually notice that. I was too busy focusing on right before she does this rousing speech. She says to Kyle, he says something like something about the basketball oh. game, and she says like sports isn't anything to be sad about or sports aren't everything and then he's like you don't get it and she goes well it could be worse and like that's a horrible thing to say when someone's in like the Mm -hmm. i like first of all sports might not be everything to you but sports mean a lot to this kid and i think oh i think what he's saying is like now i'm bad at sports and that like my whole life is crumbling apart and Mm -hmm. she's basically like well sports aren't everything and it's like that's not helpful and yeah, then it's certainly not helpful when someone's having a down day to be like, it could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Buck up, chump. Especially in this movie where it quite literally could be worse because you're the unluckiest person alive. You right could now. be dead, as we've established in our pitch for the yeah. horror film. Yeah. <laughs> God. What we have happened is after this very weird speech is a rainbow forms. Sure does. Because we can't have a movie with leprechauns without a rainbow. I really thought the Lucky Charms leprechaun was going to be there. <laughs> and Russell calls out, well, it's not going to be at the end of a rainbow. And Granda immediately sets out running for the end of the rainbow with Kyle. And they run for a time. And they make it seem like in the movie it's a very extended long run. It's not. They went like 
two parking lots over and they're now at an Irish pub where they have found the camper van after a little bit of, you know, debate around, Oh, I could have made the run if I was 200 years younger. And which again, they're love to slip in the little references to immortality here, by the way, this is a side note and we don't have to answer this right now, but I do want both of you to consider this two things. One, if leprechauns are, as they've established immortal, then how does dad feel about being married to mom when he's going to die and she's going to keep on going mm, to classic fantasy character love trope hundred percent Two, what does that mean for Kyle? Uh, is he I, also immortal? We don't know yet. So I, I think Kyle would just live a really long life, but ultimately not be immortal. He'd be like a Dunedain. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was actually thinking in my brain, a Lord of the Rings comparison because yeah. Arwen is immortal and mm-hmm. Aragorn can live a really long life, but he is not immortal. But I wonder if leprechaun magic is like elves in Lord of the Rings, where if she marries Aragorn, she then gives up her immortality. Did Hmm. mom give up her immortality to marry dad? Well, she gave up her coin. That's a euphemism, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's tree hugging. (laughs) Yeah, she is. So they go to the Irish pub and we have... <laughs> we have Seamus McFeenan having Guinness and singing very stereotypical tropey Irish pub songs, which again, I, as somebody who has not ever actually like been to Ireland, I don't know if these are actually songs that would be sung in an Irish pub. I am inclined to think, think no. So I think they're whatever they could get the rights to. <laughs> Guys, isn't it crazy that at no point somebody eats Lucky Charms in this movie? Like, like, isn't it crazy that, like, getting ready for school, he doesn't get... And, like, I understand maybe they didn't have the rights to put the box on, but, like, a cereal with with different colored, like, the, the, like... The like generic brand poured out, no branding ever shown. It's just we all know. You know what I mean? Like, isn't it crazy that that yeah. doesn't happen at hey, some I, point in this movie? I mean, they have a dark beer. They've got a Guinness. Like, why not just put a bowl of Lucky Charms? I'm saying. In I, I think that perhaps Guinness and Lucky Charms are not fair comparisons because I might be crazy, but I don't know that Lucky Charms are really Irish. <laughs> no, but like you're. Okay. The I'm sorry. Is. I'm sorry, Molly. <laughs> Are you suggesting for a second that the bar for this movie is that everything featured no, has I, to actually be No, I want, trust me, I want Lucky Charms. I want Lucky Charms to be in this movie. I just don't think the Guinness is a fair comparison because Guinness is actually Irish. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted to talk more about Lucky Charms. I actually wrote down what's the best cereal mascot. So I Ooh. love cereal uh-huh. and I would be happy to talk about those heart stars and horseshoes a little bit more, but it Clovis feels like we're wins. going pots of golden rainbows and a red balloon. Remember when they were shapes and now they're just like, not it's stupid. Are they not shapes anymore? I don't think so. Or is, am I thinking of, Guys, we should am eat I thinking a bunch of, of cereals. Am I thinking of tricks? Tricks aren't shaped anymore. Tricks are I don't know. I haven't had any of that stuff in literally forever. Tricks are all the same shape now, and they used to be the shapes like the They used to be shapes, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I think the Lucky Charm Leprechaun is a really good cereal mascot, for the record. I would agree with you. I don't think he's best. I think Tony the Tiger's the best. I was going to say Tony the Tiger. The Tricks Rabbit. Mm. How many times has the Tricks Rabbit gotten his tricks? Once. Zero. It's like four times. It's like four four times. times. Good for him. 
they were almost all ad campaigns where the where they let consumers vote should they get the rabbit get the tricks and like overwhelmingly they voted yes please god give that rabbit his tricks please god give that rabbit some tricks i think we need cereal to be a stream at some point i, agree. I love yeah, cereal. hard agree i was just thinking that we should we should eat a bunch of cereal i ate all those cap and crunches yeah, a long time ago and like that was Cap'n that Crunch. was a good one yeah they're not eating cereal though in the Irish pub they are eating stereotypical irish looking dishes i think at least that's what the disney writers thought it was potatoes and while they are doing this granda and kyle go into the motor coach and into this comically large safe of the motor coach where granda hovers his finger over the dial and it magically opens and he finds just a leprechaun quite literally is like just a leprechaun thing he opens up the safe he has a whole host of coins and Kyle uses the Lepra Force and finds his coin. He's like, it just feels like it's my coin. Yeah, it does. And then Granda develops a new personality trait, and that's greed. And mm-hmm. he wants all of the coins, and Kyle has to talk him out of it. That so our new is, theme is capitalism. <laughs> and <laughs> That is, according to my Googling on leprechauns, a common leprechaun trope. Oh, good mm-hmm. no. It's greed. Sure. And this is when things come to a head. We've finally reached, in the last 15 minutes of this film, the climax of the plot. And the pacing of this is wild. Because Seamus McTiernan has the spidey sense, he feels like somebody's breaking into his stuff. Then in a whirlwind of coins and leper magic, he decides to show up and grab Granda's beard because you can't... uh, A leprechaun whose beard has been grabbed is trapped. So Seamus comes Sorry, in with did Granda. Did say that? Yeah. It's very quickly as Seamus is trying to explain things very quickly. Seamus walks in with Granda and is like, I've got your Granda and you're going to give the coin and leave it here and da da da. And based on what we've learned earlier, Kyle's like, I'm going to challenge you to a wager, Seamus McTiernan. But Kyle's a dipshit and I didn't even have to know the leprechaun lore to know that if you are going to bet someone, you need to be specific, my friend. Mm-hmm. He says... Let's bet on sports. He doesn't give yeah. any kind of context. He just says, I bet you sports. Uh-huh. And so he gets teleported, which is a leprechaun ability, to Ireland, where they take part in Gaelic games. Gaelic games such as Gaelic football, hurling, Gaelic handball, rounders, and then tossing of various shit like stones and what... Uh, and and carriage wheels listen i'm having a hard time with this scene you are wanting me to believe Mm -hmm. that an immortal grown-ass man (laughs) who is very in touch with his heritage and shows the sports is on the same playing field as a 13 year old boy who has never played any of these things before in his life. I guess it's just the coin and you can do anything that the coin lets you do. And that because they both have their luck, they're even, it's just so stupid. It's crazy because these games end in a tie. Ultimately they end in a tie. And it should be noted that in games like Gaelic football and handball, Kyle wins because it's not a direct physical confrontation. In every game when it's a direct physical confrontation, Seamus wins because Seamus is a 30-year-old man. At least he presents as a 30-year-old man. He's probably at least 200. Yeah, he's he's very old. So 
ridiculous that he shouldn't be competing with a 13-year-old. And as it resolves, by the way, <laughs> Granda is chained the whole time, like in manacles and chains. It's a very disturbing scene. The thing about Granda is... There's a lot of things about Granda. No, I bet I know the thing about Granda. Oh, fuck. Is it Granda? The Not Granda. Granda. Don't do it to Granda. He was played by Henry Gibson. Fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I recognized him immediately, immediately, as Father O'Neill. Wait, is that another wedding, Irishman? From Wedding Crashers. I think he might exclusively play Irish roles. We've seen this a lot. We've seen mm-hmm. this a lot where people lock in. And uh, yeah, he's the fa- he's Father O'Neill in Wedding Crashers, one of my favorite comedies. Also in Wedding Crashers, playing the father, Secretary Cleary, is Christopher Walken. That one's a good one. That's, I, a, that's a good one for you. You got a lot of connection points off Christopher Walken. Yeah, and I immediately went to one of my favorite Christopher Walken roles. The Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> you see, well, I am an orangutan. I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like, like you. you. No, we're going to go to mice for a little oh. bit of cream. Frank Abagnale in Catch Me If You Can. Sure. And who should play his son in that film but Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. one of my favorite actors of all time, mm-hmm. who I'm now 13 years too old to date, apparently. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio's maybe most well known, at least in my heart, as Jack Dawson. I just saw Titanic in 3D a few days ago. I'm still not over it, so pour one out for Jack in Titanic. But what would Titanic be? What would Jack Dawson's amazing performance be? Specifically on in scenes like when he's tap dancing, Irish jigging, if you will in the steerage party. You know what? That scene would not be as good without the sound department. What? <laughs> and Scott, sound department. And what? Scott Guteau from the sound department just did an excellent job on Titanic. So good, in fact, that he became the sound editor in 1998's hit film Armageddon. <laughs> Those asteroids aren't going to make noises themselves. Also, in Armageddon... Well, it's a vacuum of space. They can't I was literally thinking that down, but I let it go. <laughs> you guys okay. know I don't know anything about space. <laughs> it's literally... they. And if they did make it, we couldn't hear it. Well, yep. we can, thanks to Scott Guteau. <laughs> How would Scott know what to work from? <laughs> a mastermind. A mastermind. Also, in Armageddon, Ronald Quincy, played by Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs most notably played Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter films. Also in Harry Potter films, uh, Luke Youngblood plays Lee Jordan. He is the announcer of the Quidditch games, Fred and George's best friends. I also know Luke Youngblood as Sid in the TV musical series Gallivant, which stars Timothy Odmanson as King Richard. But in this film, he is Seamus McTiernan. And I would like it noted that I did the back half of that from my own brain without any Googling. Well, so nice. You've been Armageddon, the part of the show where Molly, by no one's urging, has found yet another way this decom can be tied to the smash hit Armageddon. Don't tell her to stop because 
she won't. And it's really because I really liked the show Galavant. And I think that Alan and I are about seven people of the 10 that did. And it got canceled. But it was Alan and you are seven people of the 10. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've watched it that many times. <laughs> Galavant. Galavant. Blah, blah, blah. Galavant. Check it out. Alan Mankin did the music. It's very funny. There's like two seasons. Okay. We get to the end of the contest, which results in a dance battle, which, again, Kyle, having shown very little dancing ability at this point, literally just in Irish jigs that he was compelled to do by another leprechaun, wins by breakdancing, which was certainly, certainly Ryan Merriman and not a double. They get together. It has been a tie between Seamus and Kyle, and Seamus is... Using the leprechaun logic, the lepra logic, if you will, that Kyle said he had to win and he didn't win. So he gets to keep the coin and the luck and he's not going to let Granda go. So Kyle then pops in with, oh, and then Seamus says he's considering keeping Granda as a slave. Right. Don't love that um, at all. You know, I, I, I also don't love that Kyle pops in's like, you know what? How about this? We'll I'll do be your slave. double or nothing. I'll be the slave. I don't know why they have Ooh. to keep saying slave because it's it's Beauty and the Beast right here, and I understand that. But did we need the word slave so many times? Yeah, I don't know. I this is also exactly what you were talking about earlier, Molly. Where like we need the same scene three times. Why does there have to be two bets? Why can't there be one bet? Why why did we need? Is it the whole reason this happens is just to be like leprechauns are tricksy with their wording like that. that, That's the takeaway is that like we did all these scenes just so that he could be like, you didn't say I had to win. You had to say you could, you know, like had to not win or what. Like the the, whole reason for all these sports was just to do the tricksy leprechaun wording thing. Bunch of like nonsense. Like none of this is needed. Yeah, absolutely not needed. But what results in the fact that they are now playing basketball. It's not just any basketball game. It is the championship game. How the, is this possible? Dude, I don't. Leprechauns have very strong illusion magic, and that is how it is possible. Dude, this is so <sighs> stupid. I mean, we've had one of these games for every act. Just like we had the quarterfinal game when everything was great. We had the semifinal game when everything was bad. We now have the finals game as the resolution. So this basketball thread has carried all the way through. It has represented every act of this movie. But whereas they went to Ireland and competed 1v1 for the first bet, now they've just joined a game already in progress. And... Seamus has sh- like appeared through illusion magic as a high school boy and is playing on the other team. It's not actually Ryan Merriman versus him. It's a bunch of kids playing basketball against one another. And two of them happen to be leprechauns. Did you notice that mom is now human size again? Sure did. What the fuck? She also, should be a leprechaun. Also, Ryan Merriman is looks like a human, and he doesn't have his coin. I thought he had the coin again. No, no, no. Because no, he said, it. because he says I can beat you without it. Seamus gets it in the first bet, and Ryan Merriman goes, I don't need my luck. I'll beat you without it, double or nothing. And it's so crazy. he doesn't have his coin. 
Crazy. And then they play the basketball game. And listen, we can talk so much about this basketball game, but it's fucking wild. What you need to know is that the Eagles are getting absolutely destroyed until Granda lies not to his grandson, but to Russell. Yo, it's Space Jam. It is yes. Space yeah. Jam, the DCOM. When did Space Jam come out? It was before this, right? They they just stole the Space Jam plot point. I think they it's like did. 1996. They do they do the special juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Granda gives Russell the coin and says it's mad it's leprechaun magic, you'll play great. And with the with the leprechaun magic, they do play great. They tie it up. They tie it up. And when the game is in a tie, Seamus McTannon goes under a crazy transformation into a demon. What? One one limb. One limb shrinking. Guys. Okay, I know I just saw Quantumania, and this isn't going to age particularly well, but if you see it and you see MODOK, just remember this CGI of this leprechaun mm-hmm. and then MODOK in Quantumania. Just when you see it, I just need you to connect because they have a lot in common. I'm just oh, going to tell okay. you. okay. I'll take a look at it. So Seamus McTannon becomes the demon leprechaun trying to defend Ryan Merriman. And Ryan Merriman, instead of taking the glory himself, passes... The final pass, a la High School Musical 3, by the way, spoiler if you haven't seen that, but I mean, come on now, what are you doing? Passes the final pass to Russell, and Russell scores the final goal, and then the crowd goes wild, but it really doesn't because they all get transported out, and Kyle wins. Is this yet another theme being introduced? Is this, you're always the center of attention and you shouldn't be a ball hog theme introduced? Because it feels like they're almost trying to do that very common trope in like sports movies where like the it's it's a team you're not the only one and it's like a big deal that he didn't take the final shot he gave I it to his friend yeah i don't know the thing that grandis the theme i saw them insert in the last minute is when grandis says he plays well he just needs the confidence and so that's why he gives him michael's special juice because like we've seen russell's struggle with foul shots and sort of like throughout the movie and it's like he always had it in him he just needed to believe like that's a very last minute shoehorned plot device too is like russell was always a good player he just needed to believe in himself like just now realizing that harry potter is space jam also Mm -hmm. for the record yeah harry (sighs) harry michael jordan's ron Mm -hmm. yeah because so, Ron's also terrible at everything. I think every movie is Space Jam is the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, true. But this one particularly because it's also basketball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kyle wins. And Seamus is gloating. He's like, you're going to send me back to the land of my forefathers. And that's when Kyle, because leprechauns are tricksy, is like, no, no, no. I said Lake Erie because Seamus corrects him. It's like R. And like, that's not true because you're actually going to Lake Erie because my, the land of my father is the Lake Erie of the Great Lakes. And then CGI happens. Yeah. Sorry. This was the MODOK thing I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Noted. Where you have limbs shrink momentarily. Big head is left and kind of like expanded on a screen. And then... He farts stars and blows himself into Lake Erie in the in the Great Lakes, Dude. where he's there to live in the shores of Lake Erie. Um, Kyle grabs the coin, puts it back on, has the audacity to say, luck's got nothing to do with it. And then both Kyle and Russell are picked up and carried on their peers' shoulders. Now, I do want to pause here. 
because there is something that happens that I cannot believe was not cut. I have to imagine that the pickup and celebration scene must have been a one-shot deal because they're running low on time. Somebody, (laughs) somebody, when they're picking up Russell, straight up sticks their finger in Russell's mouth and you see the lip get popped as it like, like it's a mistake like he, he I can't do it with my nails like lollipop pop yeah he like lollipop pops Russell in the mouth and if you watch the pickup scene you Let see somebody's late to the party and goes to pick up Russell and just like straight and sticks his finger in Russell's mouth that's crazy I was watching that and I was like what <laughs> made me laugh very hard We have uh, a scene next as everything is sort of coming to a close with Granda having a conversation with Bonnie. Uh, Bonnie's father coming into the mix saying, like, aren't you supposed to be with the young leader session? And Granda saying, you know, we were interviewing her for a scholarship uh, and we we need well-rounded students. Can, Can she play a sport? Now that is the plot device. We're resolving Bonnie playing in a sport. Aren't we all so lucky to be living in a country? Hmm where anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Cut and to this scene with Kyle <laughs> tap dancing. He's doing an Irish jig with a Cleveland Brown shirt on to it's represent heritage both day. heritage sides. He yeah. ends it and then has a very awkward disconnected speech. And then I hoped beyond all, God, you know, I have a very low cringe meter. I was very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And then he starts singing this land is your land i hoped beyond all hope that this was part of the program they're like bonnie's like kyle your last get out there by the way when you're done go sing this land is your land all of the participants will come out on stage and sing with you that's not what happens it's him singing it alone stage light on him Bonnie, sensing the awkward, comes out and joins him in song. And then, and then slowly but surely, the entire audience in the theater also stands up and sings, this land is your land. And then it's a freeze frame ending. What the fuck? Guys, <laughs> that? I, I'm left with one question. Just one. Where is dad from? <laughs> is, <laughs> is the sequel of this movie that he is also a mythical creature? Because... We still don't know. Like, why won't no he idea. tell us? He's no just idea. American. Oh, God. Okay. And well, that's, that's the best thing to be. Yeah. According, mm, to, apparent, this according to this According movie. to this, the best thing you can be is American. So. And that is how we end the luck of the Irish. Wow. What a wild ride that was. Uh, I am very curious as to what your ratings of this film are. Four. Four. Okay. You know, it didn't. It's bad. That yeah. there's too many themes. There's too many themes. There's some crazy ass shit going on. Um, but it didn't like. I didn't like hate watching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think my lowest scores are ones that like made me physically uncomfortable or turned them off. And this is not a good decom that I didn't like. Be, I didn't. I didn't dislike watching the film. It was just not good. Yeah, I, I actually kind of sit or I, I struggle with this rating when I when I watched it. I gave it a 5.2. Wow, I think it generous. is. I, I just think it's an average decom. Like mm. it's not trash. I'm not going to hate watching it. It's not great by any stretch of the imagination. It's certainly not as good as I had in my mind's eye. Um, oh, sure. You experience that. Boy, this thing hasn't aged that well. Exactly. But I'm not going to sit and be like, this is a trash film. I'm again. 
it's not a two. It's sure as shit not a seven. Like it right. is a five point yeah. two. It's like j- maybe just kind of floating in the average to like the point two because I watched it as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's that's the nostalgia that's pushing it up for me. I was gonna give it a three point seven, mm. and then Ryan Merriman started singing, so I'm giving it a three point two. <laughs> wow, I'm this docking it a half a point for that land. nonsense at the end. Yeah, um, I found this movie almost unwatchable i think this movie is it's, wait this been is there. the movie <laughs> yeah this is the been movie there. because it, it didn't engage me enough to be it wasn't it's ridiculous but it doesn't get to so bad it's funny to me mm. like mm. like ultimate christmas president got to so bad it's funny to me mm. this movie God. didn't get there this movie just had again too many themes the magic makes no sense. And I think I'm a little mad because our last mythical creature movie was oh. Mom's Got a Date with yeah, a Vampire. It was so good. It was good. And yeah. it's like, that's how you do this. And this movie was bad. They were just making up freaking leprechaun magic left and right. There were no rules to it. And I just, we didn't need half the shit that happened. Mm-hmm. There was no tension in most of the movie. It was paced horribly. Yeah. Acted horribly. I never need to see this again. Yeah. Well, let me read you this review. Let me read this to you. This is a Tell 10 me. out of 10. Jesus. It oh is a, my God. It is a three-part review. God. And I cannot wait to dive into this. The title of this review is The Single Most Phenomenal Movie I Have Ever Had the Pleasure to watch tell me it's tongue in cheek is it also the single movie you've ever had the pleasure to watch the review starts as follows 2020 colon from start to finish this movie carries you on a wild ride of imagination and fantasy with an outstanding plot real characters and a message you'll never forget not to mention the stellar effects and choreography. Real characters. It should be the cornerstone of every family <laughs> movie library. An outstanding binding of true American patriotism <laughs> and respect for cultural heritage has never before been achieved to this extent. <laughs> Watching this masterpiece of cinematography has been an experience I will never forget. Hell 10 out yeah. of 10 would recommend watch with your family and everyone you know. Get those up. The world needs to know the story of Kyle O'Reilly backslash Johnson. Part one. I just want to point out this man said there's never been such a good movie on immigration. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Has Updated. he not seen Feifel, yeah, yeah, American yeah. Tale? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're not done. They're not done, though. Updated 2021. I I really wanted this to be a yearly update. More than anything, I wanted this to be a yearly revisit and an update. I'm so happy. Yep. Updated 2021 colon. (laughs) After watching this masterpiece for a second time, I couldn't help but be astonished at the earth shatteringly realistic depictions of the colorful Irish culture. From the time-honored tradition of cobbling to the plethora of wonderful Irish recipes involving potatoes. <laughs> Truly a great educational resource for those wishing to learn more about Irish culture. That's right. <laughs> if I wanted to learn about Irish culture, I should learn about leprechauns. I agree. Especially those exciting games. Boy, did they look fun. 
All while this Boy. was happening, they still managed to keep Kyle's character uniquely American. As a Clevelander <laughs> myself, I couldn't help but admire. Shut the fuck up! As a Clevelander, <laughs> as a Clevelander you know what? myself, not surprised this guy's from Ohio. <laughs> I couldn't help but admire the beautiful blend of the two unique cultures. Yeah, Ireland and Cleveland. Okay. Bro. Again. I'm, I'm sorry the Browns haven't won, but is it that bad? Is it that bad? Again, an absolute must watch and now a favorite St. Patrick's Day tradition. Oh my God. And finally, updated 2022. Oh my God. Third time's a charm in parentheses. Get it? This movie never truly loses its cultural significance, especially now in a time so divisive and full of hatred. So many people would do well to learn the message of this movie so artistically and touchingly expressed. Looking at you, Putin. I gotta get through the rest. Hold on. Woo! <laughs> I'm writing that in my notebook <laughs> so I can remember this. Forever. Woo! Looking at you. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta get through it. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Woo. Here we go. Here we go. So many people do well to learn the message this movie so artistically and touchingly expresses. Looking at you, Putin. <laughs> These core American values should be taught and learned by all, for they are crucial to a good society. Nothing would ever go wrong in a society truly American. <laughs> Kyle's acceptance and prioritization of his American values over his heritage is mm-hmm. a powerful example we should all follow. Yeah. Truly inspiring, be. this movie. I've never seen anything quite as remarkable as this. Kyle's pride in being American over his heritage is the thing that sticks out in the third watch. I yeah. have to say, I like that he says, nothing goes wrong in American society. <laughs> <laughs> We've been crushing, you guys. <laughs> All we do is win, 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 no, no matter, matter what. what. <sighs> oh, man, that is a new high for us, I think. That's the best review we've ever Heard, I you, we've had some bangers lately, and that is, <laughs> guys. I have. Was the Putin line when you started giggling earlier? Yes, that is what We're I'm sitting saying. on the couch early, and Al starts giggling. I'm like, "What are you laughing?" He goes, "You'll find out." <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, do you think he updates it again in a month? God, I we hope so. We gotta check so. back. Wait, 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 okay, put a reminder on the calendar. Guys, does he update it again in 2023? God, I, I want him we to. We gotta f- check back after St. Patrick's. If he does. I'm going to reread it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to put a reminder on the calendar for uh, the day after St. Patrick's Day. Oh, God. Because it's a St. Patrick's Day tradition. We learned that in 2021. Exactly. Does he always write it on St. Patrick's Day? Uh, it was last. Yes. It was last updated on the 16th of March. <laughs> All right. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is the 17th. So he re- he watches it okay. early. Like, like St. Patrick's Day Eve. He's excited f- to get into the swing of Just things. to be safe. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say like give it two days after. And, yeah. And we'll check back. I mean, shoot. I might even check back in April. Who's to say? But. I think we should oh check man. back the 18th. This. Yeah, uh, end of the week. I literally was looking through all of the reviews and I was like, yeah, it's the, you could read a bad one. But man, this one. That's the was best review I've ever That's made. the best one right there. Oh, my God. 
Looking at you, Putin. Looking at you, Putin. <laughs> That's Check sitting, on man. Crazy Guys Dude. IMDb review. Of For Luck of the Luck Irish, yeah. The Irish. It's officially <sighs> on the Mammoth Club calendar. Love nice. that. Okay, everybody. Looking at you, Putin. <laughs> Looking at you, Putin. All right, everyone. Next up, we have Hounded. Hounded. Uh, looking forward to that. I've not seen Hounded before. Never even heard Same. of it, but I like Taj Maori, so. No, nope, looking forward to it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm excited. I'm God. These reviews are so incredible. I just hope we keep getting good ones. Man, I hope we keep getting good ones. Thank you all so much for listening to this absolutely unhinged episode of Zetus Lapidus. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and leave us a review. Really helps us out. Make sure you're following us on all of our social channels at Mammoth Club or at Mammoth underscore Club. And until next time, friends, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye. Science preserve us. It's been wonderful to have you. Heart stars and horseshoes, clovers and blue moons, pots of gold and rainbows and rainbows.